0: Hello, hello, this is Mr. Authentic 838 and this is the Unpacking Podcast and we're back on another episode of the Unpacking Podcast. I'm tripping, it's early, I don't know what's going on. So anyways, um, today I have a guest with me and your name is? Marielena. Marielena, I get it right? There you Let's go, let's go. So um, we're going to talk about mental health today. And we're just gonna jump right into it. I do have Mr. Hope here. Oh, so if you hear any oh ah, in the background, that's him. No, it's yeah. yeah, him. He, he so, I'm just gonna keep it real. Anyways, it's not his moment today. Okay. So it's not here today. Anyways, go ahead, miss. I'm gonna let you start off on this mental health. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to mental health, what is mental health to you from your profession? Because I know you work with people in that field. And more of the reason why I like to want to have open this conversation is because you deal with more on the woman's side. Because when it comes to mental health, I know there are a lot of people that, when you hear mental health, people are always bringing up, oh, man, you know, men this, men that and men this. But we can't also exclude the fact that women also have mental illnesses and women that also deal with mental, Ill- mental illness issues and whatever, because I'm kind of going through that with my mother as we speak right now. But um, from your profession, like, you know, I guess where would you start? You know, where's, where, like, I don't even know how to ask the question to let you add a floor. Oh,
1: thank you so much for having me. And mental health is a variety of different subjects, thinking, and it falls down to a lot of what has happened to an individual. Women, men, but our subject today is women. We women deal with a lot of issues that if you are a woman who grew up where you wasn't able to speak to someone you hold that in your life for a very long time and that could be mental health that could be any type of other things that may have happened in a woman's life it could be um A person in their life that's always talked to them negativity. I mean, in a negative way and dealt with negativity. It could be where they were touched when they were little. It could be where they had an alcoholic mother, alcoholic father. it's a variety of different issues, but you have to handle each different issue, dealing with it head on, one to one with the person that you can trust to speak to and that's another issue that comes up with mental health is the trust issue of speaking to someone to just listen to you Right. and women deal with that pain we grow we learn and we do a lot of different things one may work more one may uh, run the streets and be with this one or that one again we fall into the drug and alcohol and Everything else that's out there that is mental health. But mental health can be dealt with and mental health can be brought out to have that woman, and we're going to put the man in it too, woman or man to speak to someone that can trust. You know, yeah, they can go to doctors. I mean, I know many people that have therapists, many people that speak to a person that quote-unquote has a license but if they find that one person that they can speak to, that they can trust, it would help them with their mental health. I and mean, especially dealing with women, I get a phone call, I get phone calls all the time. Four or five, I got a phone call this morning from a young lady that was dealing with a mental health issue. She called because she needed somebody to speak to. That's, that is all what mental health is. is it's an illness. But we have to come to the core of how can we help for that endless... It it can be fixed because it's always going to be there. Right. Always. I mean, it's always going to be there from the time they dealt with it and that person realized that they had it till the time they realized, okay, I can go to this person to talk to or I can free myself or find something that's not going to work with the mind with the is the way we're thinking, how we're dealing and coping with things when it comes to mental health. And that's what is so powerful in my walk with helping others is speaking, talking, speaking. Let someone listen to you and that you can
0: trust. Right. For sure. I feel like finding... The doorway to communication is one of the gateways, or one of the paths to uh, preservation. You know, um, not all mental illnesses and uh, mental illnesses are the same, and some people have different mental illnesses that they deal with. You know, but in some aspects. You know, being open enough to talk about it and not making a person feel uncomfortable because, you know, it is embarrassing for some people. It's embarrassing to have a mental illness, deal with that mental illness, live with that, that mental illness and then have people talk about you and make fun of you and, you know, be bullied because of your mental illness and that makes I mean, all of that is what makes it much harder to face and to deal with and to cope with and to move forward dealing with that because you're always going to have someone that has something negative to say you know moving away from negativity is easier said than done because there's so much of it in the world but Doing your best to find someone that is being more positive in your circle can help you deal with more of your mental illnesses and a lot of your own, you know, health issues and problems. Um <laughs> a lot of your own issues and problems because um you made me forget. <laughs> but like can Mr. Hope say
2: I think I got some insight on that, that I want to share y'all don't mind yeah actually I do mind I'm talking about man and woman <laughs> perspective you actually, you put man in there but that's man right, I'm sorry <laughs> what
0: what are you doing I don't know so um ultimately though you know uh Prayer works um, in whatever religion, however you, you know, do you, whatever it is that you practice. Prayer does work. Finding a, finding someone that actually uh, has been through it, that makes it, you know, easier as well. You know, um, like, from the people that you deal with at work, like... I know it's more than just stress. I think stress is kind of an open door door an open door uh trait that leads to drugs because when you don't know how to cope with something you're never taught how to cope with, you lead more into that, and it makes it that much harder to get help I mean do you feel like sometimes? it's harder for women to reach out for help yes, than I it do. is yes, for men. Yeah.
1: You hit a good point because women don't know how to actually express themselves because of that negative feedback. Right. And that negative feedback for a woman, it, it's hard. It's hard on us women to speak about those mental health issues. Um all I can say when I do speak to the women is they can come to me to speak to me and it will always be between me and that woman. I don't go any further. And even in the community that we live in or that person may know a lot of people, any particular woman that I speak to, they know it will be be between me and that person. Even though society, I don't want nobody to know. And I let that person and let that person know, you don't have to worry about that. You can speak to me about whatever it is you need to speak to me. I hear, I'm here for you. And they get in shock because, wow, I've never been able to talk. Because what happens is, if we talk to one person, and we confide in that one person, whether it's a family member, or someone we thought we can trust, and then all of a sudden, you go see a another person and they're talking about what you just talked to somebody that you thought you could trust. Right. Because they, they said it to everybody in the family or they talked to people that know people and the problem is also the the trust of talking to somebody. Who can you trust because everybody's always going to say something and that's another issue And it and it affects a person and what more so affects a person is when you say something to them and it triggers negativity. So my point is don't say nothing at all. I say that to everybody. If you don't have nothing positive to say, don't say nothing at all. Because that triggers mental health. The most littlest thing. Right. So you can say to a woman, it's going to trigger. And it's going to build up and build up. And then what happens is that's where you have the drug problem, the alcohol problem, or any other problems that that woman has not faced or has not talked about. Because Mm -hmm. it's so involved in our mind
0: and in our hearts that we don't want to talk about it with nobody. Right, and and you know what, to add on that point, when you talk about family, family has to take some responsibility for having the conversation, because most black families and, you Hispanics. know, and Hispanic families, if there is a mental health issue or a problem, they try to ignore it. Yes. Uncle Joe has a problem, but that's just how Uncle Joe is. Uncle Joe's always been that way, but... You never, kids at, at a young age are not going to ask. Well, what is his problem? They're not going. They're not, you know, old enough to ask. Well, why is he act like this? What's going on? You know, does does he even have a mental health issue? Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to ask these questions. But as parents and adults, we need to have those conversations with our kids because our kids, let's say Uncle Joe, right, has his kids. And whatever the mental illness is that Uncle Joe has, he, you know, let's say hereditary, passes that illness to his kids. And then they have kids and whatever, and then you still don't know what the mental illness issue is. They're having kids that have that same problem that Uncle Joe has. So now you get down the line and then one of your kids' kids have kids and then, you know, it makes that mental illness much worse because... No one took the time to stop and be like, "Well, what is Uncle Joe's issue? You know what? Well, not his issue. That's bad terminology. What is Uncle Joe? What's you know, going on with Uncle Joe?
2: Correct word. Right. Said it it.
0: Well, I don't want to be. I want to try. I want to make sure I'm politically correct.
2: But that at the time, that's how it's said. What is his problem?
0: Right. So we try to figure out. So what you want to do is. As parents moving forward, I'm not trying to teach tell no one how to t- raise your kids. But the conversation about Uncle Joe should be had. So that way it makes the family members around Uncle Joe more comfortable. That way, he, when he does certain things, it's not about well he's a you know, he's weird. Oh, I bring my new girl around Uncle Joe and you know she gets uncomfortable about the way Uncle Joe moves. Uh, that's just how Uncle Joe moves. And then she, uh, why? I don't know. Never asked. You know what I mean? These conversations need to be had. We can't keep sweeping mental illness under the rug and expect for the mental illness issue and to uh not be addressed or to change. So as families, we also have to be more uh, more responsible for letting our kids know at an early age like i can't wait till nova gets a little older so i can explain to her what autism is explain to her that it's not something you know bad because the world is going to portray it as something bad when it's really not something bad it's just you learn differently and uncle joe may have that same issue you know but back in the days Family swept under the rug and just labeled him as retarded. You know? And then that's when mental health issues became more frequent because, you know, oh, he's just retarded, leave him be And everybody would just let, you know, didn't want to talk about it, ignore it. And then kids kept having kids and then whatever. And then it just got worse to the point where now mental illness, you can't ignore it because it's taking a lot of families down. And like, my mom has a mental illness. And I'm struggling trying to get her in a nursing home because she doesn't have a diagnosis on her illness. So this goes back to why I say as families, we can't sweep it under the rug because the diagnosis is what's going to help her get the necessary help that she needs. But because family members swept it under the rug, and, oh, don't worry about it. Well, you know what I'm saying? Didn't explain it to us now, and we're her kids. You know what I mean? And they didn't explain anything to us. Now, I have kids. Now, I'm dealing with a, a child with a mental illness as well. You know, now, I'm learning all of the aspects of mental health because of she has it. <laughs> but if I was taught about my mother's mental illness when she, I was younger, I would have been more aware of it. When before I had my own child, so I would have already had idea. You know, yes. it would have just made Way my more. life easier. Absolutely. Now I'm not pointing fingers and I'm not blaming nobody because I'm educated enough to understand that the times and that's how things were treated back then. However, moving forward, I if I want change. I have to learn that change comes from
2: understanding
0: Absolutely. and doing your research. And explaining different things in, in abundance, you know. So, I'm that to say that mental illnesses is not something you should be afraid of. You should attack it head on. Absolutely. You know, uh, and don't make someone feel uncomfortable because in your mind you think they act weird. Well, they may hack this way for a reason, you know? I remember mom used to tell us, don't stare at people, you know? I At the time, I never asked her why I don't I stare at people. I just didn't stare at people because it was just rude, you know? But, you know, if I seen something that was I'm not used to seeing, I would stare like, whoa, somebody in a wheelchair? You know, when I'm young, I'm like, whoa, why are they not walking? You know, that to me was weird. I have to tell Nova the same thing, you know, because she sees somebody in a wheelchair and she's like, my child she was like wow daddy look she's got wheels i'm like oh my god luckily the woman didn't get offended you know she was just laughing she was like oh my gosh she said it's okay i said i'm sorry she's like it's all right i've never had no one react like that. i was like yeah that's her first time seeing someone handicapped you know but you know, even in that aspect, I took the time to explain to her, even though she made you know she acknowledged the fact that she was in a wheelchair, you know, I had to explain it to her like she can't walk for some odd reason, whatever the case is, you know it's a teachable moment
1: that sure was mm-hmm. and those points that you bring across is absolutely what we have to work on when it comes to. Speaking and explaining to a person, "Hey, you have this problem. let's see if we can get you help right. let's see if we can talk to somebody. If you can't talk to me, let's see what we can hit it to the core, even if it hurts, even if no one in the family likes to talk about it. I've had arguments with family right now because the the woman may be on drugs or maybe on alcohol. Well well, let's talk about the core of the problem. Don't sit there and tell see. Everything affects what you say to a person. It's the words that come out of your mouth. If you're going to come out of your mouth and say, she's just crazy, she's just crazy, or she's just going to be on drugs all the time, or she's going to be an alcoholic all the time, or she's just going to have every man in the world. What are you talking about? No. We need to act and speak on what is happening at that point and hit it right there. So that way we can help our loved ones or any individual... With the mental health issue. Again, we go back to swishing under the rug, like you said. Mm -hmm. Even as adults today, one-on-one, we are all grown adults. And we have children looking at us. Back to your daughter. Letting her know. Letting this individual know. Right then and there. Not hide it. Even if it hurts because you love that person so much. Hey, look, we need to sit down and talk. There's something I see I don't like. And that's when it comes to not allowing that mental health issue. And if they have it, let's go get you the help. Let's go see if you can speak to someone. Look for someone you can speak to. That's all we have to do is just speak to someone. Someone out there everywhere we go. I always say when when I say my prayers in the morning every day, God, serve me. Let me be your servant. Show me somebody that I need to speak to. Show me someone that I need to give them your word or just show me someone that needs someone to talk to. Because I see the issues. I work with so many individuals, men and women, but more women, young girls that are 16 to 25 right now that have been through so much in their life. And I let them know, hey, I'm here. I'm listening. And you don't have to worry about... Me going to, oh, yeah, so-and-so came to my house. No, I'm not going to do that. But see, that's what another core issue, trusting somebody right. you can speak to that is not going to go and tell your business. And that's where we don't have that nowadays. We don't have that nowadays. There's no way a person can trust a person to talk about these mental health issues without speaking to somebody else. Okay, that's the world we live in. But I tell you what, when it comes to me and Lena, I'm not telling nobody. I'll take the fifth in court because I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Right, right. I, mean,
1: I don't know what you're saying. She said that to you? She really? But right. that's where I have, <laughs> I call it my graduation class even though I have young women that have completed high school. I have young women that have made it to where they thought that they couldn't. Right. And all, and I don't want no, I can, Accolades and rewards, and none of that, because I know what I'm doing is the work that Jesus would do. Right. And I'll get bad comments all the time because people see me with them. Right. See, society is so hard on us because they want to see you down. Right. That even to this day, one of the ladies will call me and say, Do you know that such and such thought I wasn't going to finish my high school diploma and I did it? And how did I do it when I was, you know, doing whatever she was doing? I said, It's okay. Because we have to give also with that negative that they're dealing with, we have to give them positive. Right. And see, they're not accustomed to that because of whatever they went through or whatever happened with the mental health issues in the family or whatever the case may be. But if you just have that conversation with a person of trust and that that person is not going nowhere to go and say the information that they have told you, baby, it would be so... Much of a big fight. Like I say, mental health, yes, it's there, but we can break the chains and we can break the generational curses. Like I tell these young ladies, you have that. You don't have to continue with the negativity you don't have to continue with the mental health if you feel as though that you have a crying spell and you're constantly crying let's go get you some help let's go to the hospital you know basically what they'll tell me is I don't want you to tell nobody I hear that all the time I don't want you to tell nobody well let's go to a hospital two hours away okay nobody will know you but that's all individuals now need to know that they can trust someone that they can actually speak to and they feel safe Right. Because we all want to feel safe. Right. We all want to feel okay. I can speak to this person. I can talk to this person. That's all it is. Is getting to the core of the problem and having someone to speak to.
0: Yeah, trust is the biggest thing. You know. Um, I think a couple of episodes ago I had a guy on, Mr. Geo, dude, and one of his biggest things of that he feels like church has failed in certain aspects because you know certain family members he was going through and having issues and whatever he went to the church that he was you know paying tithes with and everything and he went there for help and he couldn't receive it and <clears throat> he said there's been times where he's confided in uh, with uh as a pastor or whatever and things didn't work out the way he intended it because things kind of got out of things kind of went south for him and it's sad to say that you know when you go to a place where you expect help and you're expected to get you know the relief that you've been putting in and been trying to get and it's not there. And it puts a sour taste in your mouth for You know, I get I understand where he's coming from. I'm not saying this is all churches. But if you if you could find you a good church, it's rare. <laughs> but you know that can also help, you know, you and your mental health needs, then by all means, I mean, do that. I'm a big person on Therapy, because therapy didn't help me come a long way, and you. and it's crazy because I'm gonna teach you therapy in a, in five minutes. Therapy is basically somebody that tells you what you already know. You just pay them to tell you. You're <laughs> absolutely right. You 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 know are this.
1: absolutely correct. You, you are absolutely right.
0: You. Your mom's already done told you. You're one of your closest friends that's 100 percent real with you all the time has already told you. The only difference is you pay this person to tell you what you already know now it's different because you're paying them that's the only that's the only thing that separates you from accepting the truth is you're paying for it that's it so
2: that's
0: it. you know sometimes you might have to actually look back at yourself and be more self aware of man, maybe that person is right. You know, most of the time, honest people—you have honest people in your circle, but you don't like their honesty because it hits it. You know, honesty hits different. <laughs> it does. It sure you does. know, it sure it does. definitely hits different. It I mean, sure look, does. Jesus, Jesus was crucified for telling the truth. He sure was. So, truth is not something that any everybody can accept because. If anyone could accept it, then they would have never crucified Jesus. That's right. So, just for a mental note, that just goes to show you how true, how true truth is. It's, it's a piece of work, man. You know, nobody was. So, you're born in a world that is used to you doing wrong, being wrong, and worshipped by everything wrong and bad. So when you do get some truth or you do get something good, it's it, you're you're like, whoa, you know, you don't know how to take it. Uh-uh. You know? And sometimes that's what makes it hard for you to move forward on anything healthy for you. Because everything bad is bad everything bad is easy to get a hold of except for the things that are good. You know?
1: That's absolutely correct.
0: So You know, just a mental note on that. You know, I want people to understand, like, there's help out there for people. You just have to want it. You know, what's the, I mean, I don't know, like, what's the best advice to give someone when they're going through Speak to
1: someone that you can trust, that you can speak to about what's happening, and that you're not going crazy in your mind. If you need the help and it has to be an hour or two hours away, there is help out there for you. Just reach out. Just speak. And you will find yourself in a, a better perspective than you were. And if you don't have someone, just come to us.
0: <laughs> right. Hey, man. Look, send us videos. Send us messages. We don't mind having a conversation about Because sometimes, <laughs> like... You know, of course y'all already know, me and the fellas, when we get on here, we dis we agree to disagree and it's okay to agree to disagree. A lot of the times we may say so we argue, well we we debate about stuff and they may not agree and sometimes I'll be like, Nah, I just can't agree to that you know, and it's nothing wrong with that. However, you know, for our mental health, we agree to disagree. Absolutely <laughs> and whatnot. You are absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. so it's, you know, the thing is, sometimes you got to understand like, <clears throat> it's okay to have an opinion. It's okay to have, you know, and it's normal to have issues because everybody has. Everybody has some kind of mental issue or something going on in their family. Ain't no family person. No, absolutely not. Ain't That's no why family. I
1: bring in the subject of, I've, I have dealt with my own personal, and I can say, and I need to rephrase, Uh, mental health issues in my own family growing up and you couldn't speak and now that we're all adults we're speaking about it now and we're searching for answers as to why was uh, Uncle Joe like that what happened what's going on and that's what we're uh, also showing our own children to speak to talk to show that they can come we're family this is all we got we have each other come and let's speak about this right And that's where we can fight mental health. We can fight mental illness. We can fight drug and alcohol addiction. We can fight that because we all have to stick together and come together. Whether we like it or not, like you said, debates. Whether we yell and scream, debates. We're here for you. You're not
0: alone. Right. You got something you want to say? Just a minute. Okay. This is Brother Hope, and I don't like to say (laughs) that. that. (laughs) Hey, He's been waiting.
2: (laughs) Patiently, indeed, indeed. There are different types of mental health. Let's understand. And some functional mental health people can function, work, go home, raise kids. And that's most of us, okay? Let's, Let's put it like that. There's not one human being out here who's not touched by some form of mental illness. Whether we don't know how to explain ourselves, can't stand up to be confronted, all those are parts of mental health. You know? How we deal with it now. Mental health has always been around us. That's why you saw the Uncle Joe's and you never saw the movie um, Soul Food.
0: Yeah, Soul Food. Mm -hmm.
2: For African Americans, since we did not have those people to go talk to, Right. family was what we needed to depend on. Right. And yes, Barry, to answer your question earlier, they were explained in many times and as it went on, families knew who had what, and a mission, men, mental area. It became a thing where we couldn't afford to do what others were able to do. Right, right, and right. And it had to be where we kept that mental child, that mental adult that grew into adult, most of the time, that mental adult would stay with mama and daddy. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that mental adult would leave a life with mama right there every step of the way. Right. Whether it was severe mental illness where they couldn't comprehend and they go to the grocery store, that adult, they still grabbed on everything. Mm-hmm. Brothers and sisters didn't deal with those issues. Mm hmm it was always left up to mama and daddy right. Now, when mama and daddy passed by that time there was a brother or sister or sister-in-law or brother-in-law that was able to handle that and took on that responsibility right. we never shunned away from it but we dealt with it differently right. it's almost like if you get a child and there was a car accident and then all of a sudden that child bumps their head and that child isn't your child anymore
0: Mm-hmm. But it's
2: still your child, right? You you can't afford to put it in a, a, a group home or institution, right? Now, uh, dealing with normalcy, I agree with Miss Me. I mean, it's Marilena, Marilena, that you have these you know, that you have to when you are. Cognitive response, responsible. You can think and make decisions, but there's something that's blocking you from being able to talk about whatever happened to you. Right. Now that's a mental illness that comes from a trauma. Right. In your life. Right. Now that's basically, and you're talking about when you talk about your mom, that's a different type of mental
0: illness. For sure. For sure.
2: You know. And that that type of mental illness, as we spoke earlier, and I asked the first question I asked when you told me this: mm-hmm. Why can't she stay with you? you see right. What I mean? Yeah. 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 That comes from
0: your upbringing, family. Right. <laughs>
2: you see, mm-hmm. my grandfather wasn't mental illness, but when he was he was in Georgia when he got two M's, he couldn't take care of himself. We took them in. Right. Until he was healthy enough to do for himself. Right. And he made the decision to go back to Georgia. Right. Or on. Same thing. Right. So, most of the time, after a person with some form of mental illness grows up, everybody knows. Right. And everybody knows how to deal with them. How to right. talk to them how to put it together. Now, I don't know when it started, when year it started, when we started putting them in group group homes. Right. And nobody wanted to deal with the issue, but we still loved them. They still visited them. We still went to see them. Mm -hmm. You know, my dad himself checked himself into a mental institution Mm -hmm. because he would phase in and out of reality. Right. He would come home and give his paycheck to the kids. In the right. My mother used to have to run him down the street, give me that money back. Right. And know, just because she took him to court and told the judge he wasn't bringing his paycheck home. Right. So the judge said, bring your paycheck home and give it to your wife and the kids. So he was giving it to the kids, and all the kids he thought was on the block was his kids.
0: Right.
2: You know, that was a form of me. But he came back to say to my mom, hey, put me in. Help me get somewhere where I won't hurt nobody. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I don't want to speak on that issue, but then she she had herself voluntarily check in. Mm-hmm. He checked in. He could have checked himself in any time and got back in his right mind. Right. But he never got back in his right mind. Right. Now that's maybe similar, not quite, I don't know. Then we started listening to other people, unlike ourselves. Right. And they started putting They used to Once the parents had mental issues They used to have these old homes You know back in his 20s, 21, 20s And mm-hmm. 30s and 40s And they could place their loved ones in their home And pay for an African American Woman like Mae mm-hmm. To cook and clean And house them in rooms right. We couldn't afford to do that Right. We can't afford now to put a lot of our own In group homes
0: Right so, yeah, you ain't
2: lying. So mental illness is how do we deal with it? Yes, we all have it. We, I, agree, I have some form of it. You have some form of it. Your wife has. My wife has. But at our level of thinking, we can speak and talk. Now. Trauma, mental illness, is a thing that comes from when someone has been abused or attacked and it affects them in a way that they can't. They they don't want to be reminded of it. Right. They don't want to see it. They don't want to be in that place where it was. They don't want to go back to that town or that house and be around individuals. And then the
0: person that's abused develops mental illness now that's a whole another conversation because yeah, but, but I, it, fits, yeah, but into it the, fits into the realm yeah, because I want to have a conversation with uh, I need to get in touch with this lady but mm-hmm. there's someone else I need to get in touch with she man she's been through some stuff but mm-hmm. she's got like some trauma the things that have happened to her which you know you know led her into where she's at right now mm-hmm. you know but that's another issue that we'll have to say for another day. Mm-hmm. So I do appreciate you, Mar Mariana. My Elena and Mr. Hope. Mr. Appreciate Mr. you guys being on the podcast with well,
2: thank, thank you for allowing me, me to get a second in. Miss Mariana a and Mr Mr. Uh.
0: Mr. Authentic. Mr. Authentic. Thank, Mr. Authentic. thank
1: you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for having us Hope. All right, right, right. So I do appreciate you guys. Um we're once again the unpacking podcast is on twitter we're on um instagram um we also have the unpacking podcast cash app so if anyone wants to donate send us some send us a little bit of something uh we can send the proceeds to a donation that we're going to do at the end of the year for autism for kids with autism and um i think that's pretty much it man you guys like everything we said and everything that we got going on today man i do appreciate it but if you didn't like everything that we said and what we got going on that's cool too you know this is the unpacking like podcast this is the unpacking podcast like and today we've unpacked <laughs>